This is Star Wars in Character, the podcast that takes a closer look at some of the elements that make up the Star Wars universe. Backstories, histories, and details you never knew, wanted to know, or ever need to know. Now here are this week's panelists of Star Wars in Character. Hello and welcome to this very special episode of Star Wars in Character slash Best of Fives. Best of Fives. This one is a touching one because we are going to do the Best Five moments, Chewbacca moments, because of the recent death of Peter Mayhew. Rest in peace. And we are joined, um, you all know him, he wears a hat. Um, <laughs> it's not Indiana Jones. He wears many hats. He does. <laughs> That is my defining characteristic. Yeah. My headwear. He's three foot four. <laughs> Where's a hat? Mr. Jeff He's McGee. He's basically the Billy Barty of podcasting. Marvin Dog Media himself, Jeff McGee is on. Hey guys, thanks for having me. And yeah. uh, thanks for having me on, especially for this one. Because yeah, this is it's been it's been a it's been a rough couple of days for uh, those of us that uh, have have grown up with Star Wars. Uh, you know, we, we kind of always knew this day would come, but uh, th- this was a this was a shock for yeah. those who who uh, who've been under a rock. Uh, they or announced in game seven or eight times. Yeah, <laughs> they announced yesterday. Uh, this day was the second that uh, Peter Mayhew had passed away. He passed away on April thirtieth um, at his home in Tejas, Texas, um, and and Jeff lives nearby have you ever driven by his house i have not he lives uh down around granbury and i've never been around there it's it's just far enough outside the metroplex that you don't go there unless you're going there uh and uh, that it's just it's not an area that i go to ever but uh he was at every convention if there was ever a convention in town he was here and uh if i understand the story correctly he's lived here for about 20 years he came down here in the late 90s for a convention met the woman who would become his wife and uh, is, moved yeah, here Jeff, once they get married. Is it true that she was a fan? Like a Star Wars fan and they just met at a convention? I, I do not know. That okay. I don't know. And it's also possible that they knew one another before that and it just happened, so happened that she was from here. But the story I heard was that he came here, met her. Uh, I mean, how could you not be a Star Wars fan? Right, right. <laughs> anyway, but, but yeah, I'm not really sure of the particulars. Tim, tell what was our first time meeting him we met we met uh, peter mayhew i think at our first convention i think you're right um this was back in late 97 uh there there was there used to be a convention and it went on for a few years outside philadelphia called toy expo and it was based out of florida but they would do toy expo philly and um it was it was either it was either late ninety seven or somewhere ninety seven I can't can't remember, but we went, and this was this was before uh, we even got our posters signed. Yeah, yeah. That uh, this time I said I'm just going to get action figures signed because yeah. I was going to be all <laughs> action figures, action figures, and uh, and I but so I had a, I had a Chewbacca action figure and I had one of those old programs uh, from Star Wars that, that I thought were super rare. But it turns out everybody and their mother had one. Uh, the ones that they handed out the theaters back in '77. <laughs> right. Those are not rare at all. But he, uh, I remember going up having him sign my uh, Power of the Force two figure, and 
he signed um, my the, my program, and he was he was this is I think this is before Sharpie made the metallic ones, and he was using the paint pens, and the paint pen bloop on <laughs> my uh, it 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 basically puked on my program, and he was kind of like. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. What do you do? Yeah, I'm like, I mean, I mean, what can you do? I should have got my my money back. Honestly, I, I, he shouldn't have charged me six dollars. That's how much he was charging six dollars. Yep. And it was already up, it was already up to twenty when they were here on the Man Behind the Mask or twenty twenty five. Yeah. It it, it the, that that stuff that stuff went up real fast and. uh but yeah, he was he was six dollars the first time we got him, um, and uh, yeah, that was twenty two twenty two years ago, um, and we've gotten him several times since then. Each time it was like next one was like twenty, and it was forty, and it was sixty. Well, he uh, was he was just at Celebration Chicago, and I still I got him on my prequels and the original trilogy, but I do I needed him still in Force Awakens and. I think we even joked around saying you better get working on that soon because we don't know how much longer he's going to last. And yeah. and lo and behold, I had uh, I had on, on my poster I had no intention of getting Peter Mayhew on my poster uh, unless unless I happened to be at a convention I had a few extra bucks and he was there right but I was I wasn't going to spend celebration prices to have him sign my I was thinking too like you know the only one that matters to me is the original trilogy like that's I got him on there yeah. so in my eyes. I got him, even though I still needed other ones, but, you know, I think half the world got him. I think half the world, you know, met Peter yeah, Mayhew, and we all have stories about how sweet, he, how sweet he could be or how not sweet he could be. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, I've it, never heard any bad, any, any no? unkind things about him. No, what, what's, what's well, going on? Well, you haven't listened to our show then. <laughs> uh, I know, I, I know, I know I have said some things that not necessarily unkind things. I've, I've, uh, I had described him as kind of gruff. He wasn't exactly, uh, an outgoing and friendly person to the average Joe walking by. Um, and that doesn't, that doesn't mean he wasn't a nice person. Yeah. I think he's um, probably just painfully shy. Yeah, uh, he's he's you know he's he's not necessarily hello my baby I want to sign everything and kiss your baby kind of guy. <laughs> um, so, but I, I remember like seeing him at the airport and he was just like, nah. um, but I, I know that he was a very generous and very charitable person. Uh, he gave a lot of money to charity. He worked a lot to raise awareness for different things. Um, so he was a very very noble and giving person. Um, uh, but, uh, but yeah, I know I've, I've said some things on this show that, uh, what may make people think that I feel otherwise, I don't know. He wasn't very personable in my opinion, but that doesn't make you a bad person. That doesn't make you Anthony Daniels. Man, you hate Anthony Daniels. <laughs> I, I always hear mixed things though of how once you got, once you, you got to know him, he really opened up, and then he was a like, year like friend. It just took him a while to like open up to you. Yeah, and, and you know it makes sense if you're a. I would imagine the last several years he was probably in constant discomfort from his illnesses and and just you know joint issues. I'm sure. Right. And uh, you know you think talking about seeing him in an airport, Tim. Can you imagine being seven foot three and knowing you're about to get on an airplane for several hours, and knowing yeah. that it's not going to be comfortable? Yeah, we saw him at uh, was it um, 
was it John Wayne Airport? Yeah, and that's after uh, Anaheim. Yeah, and he was. And he, uh, wasn't he like almost like like facing the wall? Like his back was to us, but we could see him in a wheelchair. He was. He was trying to be. He was trying to be as inconspicuous yeah. as. Right, As and you could. can imagine, you can imagine after having a weekend like that, especially if you are kind of an introverted person after after going through Star Wars Celebration, just wanting to get on the plane and go home and not yeah. wanting to have to be on, because yeah. it can take a lot out of you. True. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll, I'll tell this this quick story. Tim knows is my when my brother went with us one time, one of those men behind the mask things. And he kind of um, offended him, insulted Peter Mayhew because, you know, he didn't mean to, though. He went up to him and goes, yeah, you know, Harrison Ford's been been pretty busy. And I guess you, you know, guys don't talk that much that more, do you? And Peter's like, I'm busy, too. I got projects going on. Yeah, but, you don't say that to an actor. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, he's, he said that. He said that in, like, like, oh, by the way, kind of feeling. But it came out like Harrison's bit busier than you because you're you're nothing yeah kind of thing. yeah well i mean harrison was busier <laughs> than him. True. um i remember you, you you chris you may remember this when we needed him on i think it was the uh i think it was the uh revenge of the sith poster okay we we were going to be going up to New York, and that was the day you had a car problem, and you had to bring your car. We had to turn around and come back. And I is that the one when I we when I dropped it off at, at Pet Boys. We, we we dropped it off either Pet Boys or Meineke across the street. We went to the movies. We watched a James Bond movie. Yeah, because and then I we remember- got in the car and zipped all the way up to New York City. Got there like within like the last hour the convention was open. Ran in there and got Peter Mayhew. Yes, on, because I remember. I remember because my mom had was watching Caitlin. Yeah, they were was, they were watching some movie, and I felt at, bad because our old movie theater. Because I could, I told them we we're going up to New York to get you Chewbacca, and then we didn't go. And then we were in the same movie theater watching Bond. Watch they were watching whatever else cartoon came out that whatever weekend. And then we left, yeah, like late in the day and drove all the way up there and got him. I remember that, Tim. Yeah, it was like we, we got to – this was the old uh, um, Big Apple Big Apple Con that, uh, that was in the church basement. For those who are up in the New York area that know the old uh, Carbo- – was it Car- Carboneau, Mike Carboneau conventions. It was one of those and uh, in the church basement. Um, yeah. And, uh, I yeah, that. I re- I, that, was, that was – I think that was the last time that I got – Chewbacca, and that's going back at least fifteen years now. Uh, recall getting him since then. Jeff, did you do you have his autograph? I if I do, it's packed away somewhere. I honestly don't remember if I ever got his autograph. Um, I I had to have during that man behind the mask tour. Yeah, but all that stuff's been packed away for so long that I don't remember. It's been. It's probably been the last autograph I paid for besides Barry Bostwick <laughs> was probably about 15 years ago. And that would have been Brent Spiner. Oh. So this would have been about five years before that. So, yeah, I honestly I've, I've got it somewhere here, but I don't recall. Uh, I think I probably got he and Kenny Baker on the same day. 
and it was one of those days where it was it was here the the convention center that we were in was cramped and they were there was just a line of people just walking from table to table to table how they used to do it and so by the time I got there, they were everybody on the on that whole row was just exhausted and just ready to go. So they were just kind of mm-hmm. signing and saying, "Hi, thanks for coming, thanks for coming." The only way Jeremy Bullock was the only one who was really still taking time to be sort of gregarious and outgoing, uh, but that's just his thing. Old JB, how yeah. how old is he? I, you know, I guess he's probably up there too. I guess he's in his he's he's probably in his seventies. Uh, I would say late seventies now. He's 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 retired from conventions. I think his last yeah, convention in the United right. States was uh, Fanboy Expo last year in uh, in Knoxville, which I'm, I'm not going to. I don't think I don't think I'm authorized to tell that story. I'll tell you guys later. I think I, I think I mentioned to you guys in the past something almost happened there. Ooh, all right, I'll tell you afterwards. Okay. Well, this is we're going to talk about the the five best um, Chewbacca moments, and I I don't know. I think we were talking to. No, Tim, you mentioned it maybe that you weren't sure if it was like all Chewbacca, like the, the new. Yeah, one. I didn't know what I didn't know what the parameters were because you just said Chewbacca, but I wasn't sure if it was like could we put in Junos Chewbacca? Could I kind of feel like it needs to be Peter Mayhew Chewbacca Correct. since we're doing yeah. this. That's Jeff McGee is smart I, and Tim is dumb. Well, that's that. <laughs> I, I went with Peter Mayhew. I went with the Peter Mayhew Chewbacca uh, rather than going into the Junos. Ones eventually, uh, Junos will will have his uh, have his own list because he. I think he will be very deserving of one. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. Well, Jeff, you're the guest. I want to hear what's your number five. All right. Well, my number five, uh, and I have a couple of alternates here in case you Yahoo's uh, steal some of mine. But uh, my number five is from Return of the Jedi, and everybody knows I'm a big fan of the, the comedy in Star Wars and it's the scene where they're on the skiff about to be thrown into the Sarlacc pit and uh, 3PO says if any of you was to beg for your, beg for mercy uh, his his royal highness Jabba the, will will listen and Han says you 3PO you tell that slimy piece of warm ridden filth he'll get no such pleasure from us he looks at Chewbacca and says right there's just <laughs> enough of a pause Chewbacca turns and goes as to say, no hell no what no, I no. Don't speak for me. the The timing of that was just perfect, and it always cracks me up because it's the one time that there. It's it's the closest thing we get to real slapstick in the yeah. original trilogy outside of of R two and C three PO. And I just love that moment of levity and this this moment that as a kid you're watching it going, how are they possibly going to get out of this? <laughs> I'm going to love this this list because everything that you guys are saying, I'm, I'm like, oh, that one, and Jeff, that is one that I just totally forgot, and that's. A, fucking great number five i I love it it's it's the it's one of my favorite moments in that film period and it just always makes me laugh every single time i see it that's a good one yeah and 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 his fur the way his facial fur is longer and like hanging down like bangs kind of thing in his face too is always yeah when he's when he's hanging him over the side yeah 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 that's a good one tim what's your number five my number five is from the force awakens and I know that Junos p- played him in some scenes, but not all scenes. And this is a scene that you can tell it's Peter Mayhew. It's undeniably him. And it's right at the end of the movie when Ray has taken possession of the Falcon and they're getting in and they're they're going to go and find Luke. And he's sitting there and he looks over at her and it is it's just classic. It's classic Chewbacca. It's classic Mayhew Chewbacca. 
and you can tell it's him under that mask, and it it's perfect. And he's just like he's basically saying, "All right, you're the captain." And then yeah, yeah. There, I know you're right. It's there's just the 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 right head tilt, and he communicates so much with that that okay, where are we going? Yep, and the it's, eyes, uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's yeah, it's undeniably him, and it and it really and, and it's 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 such a it's such a great shot. Uh, you know, this it's a it's probably a two second, yeah. forty eight frames, but it's it 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 really it it, it goes a long way, and it's uh, it it really is an important shot of the movie. That's damn it. That's a good one. I'm loving. <laughs> it. <laughs> that's a good one. I'm um, loving this. My my number five, Tim, is also from The Force Awakens, and I'm hoping now since we said no no Junis, I'm hoping this was him. Because if it's not, I'm, I'm an ass. But it's it's the part that made us get get gooses in the trailer. And when you see Han and Chewie, Chewie were home, and there's there's Chewie by Han's side, just standing there, you know, with, with this blaster. Is that yeah. Peter or is that Junus? I would think that's Peter. I think because of how he's slumped. I think I, I think yeah. I'm hoping that's him. But that to you'd th- think of all the shots for it to be yeah. Peter Mayhew, they would have to have it be him on that one, returning to the Falcon. That's yeah. that's why I'm thinking it's him, and that's and, you know after whatever years it's, it, it was since um, Jedi, and and then we see this happening. It's like holy shit, there's my childhood again up up on the screen, and just just seeing him there next to Han is just it's just so fucking good. I think uh, Junus was basically in anything that he was moving. Chewbacca or really had to do some like movement. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, I know, yeah, I know Mayhew is in not not in the great greatest of shape. That he probably couldn't do more than like six steps in a in a, in a row before he was like ready to collapse. Right. But that that's my number five from the from the Force. That's a good one. It's a good one. Uh, my number four was going to be from The Force Awakens until I realized that it probably was uh, Jonas, it, which was this is his reaction to Han's death uh, when he just lets out that Goes howl nuts. and starts shooting. Yeah, I assume that's probably Jonas because of the way he's moving. Uh, but either way, it's it's a flawless transition between the two. But since I'm fairly certain that was Eunice, uh, I'm going to go with one that is probably going to be in one of your guys' list, so I'm sorry if I'm if I'm uh, poaching it, but it's uh, in Echo Base on Hoth when they close the doors, and Han and Luke are out in the snow, and he just rears his head back, lets out that wail, and then there's that, that shot of him just putting his head against mm. the, uh, the pole. Mm-hmm. He's just inconsolable at that point because he knows the chances of them surviving are approximately what seven hundred twenty thousand to one, something like that. Mm. Uh, and uh, it's just there's there's so much in that moment where that's where if you haven't realized it yet, you realize this is a three dimensional character. This is not yeah. a, a puppet. This is not just a guy in a suit. This is a character in this film. He shows so history. much emotion. He has, yes. That. Yeah. Yes. That that's that was the genius of uh, Irvin Kershner. He he took a what should have been a one dimensional character and rounded him out. Even though you right. would think he is fur on him, just go out there and and and, and find your buddy, Chewie. <laughs> right. He is. He's not going to get cold. He he won't find your buddy. He won't die out there. He won't freeze. It's cold. Yeah, that's the Hoth is one gigantic polar vortex. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good that's 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 really good Jeff 
I, I like that one. Yeah. Tim, what's your four? My number four is uh, Chewie and the Mouse Droid uh, in Star oh, Wars. When shit. Oh, that's walking, great! Yeah, walking yes. down the hallway. It's it's again. It's a funny scene. It's uh, uh, it it you know it's 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 very it's very seventies. It's very like wow 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 <laughs> kind of. I don't know if that makes sense, but there's there's something about it that that it just screams they they wouldn't. They wouldn't do that in a, in a in a newer Star Wars movie. It's just it's kind of a joke from its era. It's uh, but uh, but I really like that scene. It's just he's so scary. You can you can even make a, a soulless droid uh, roll away in terror. Doesn't he that look was, like that? T- was actually my mom's favorite moment in that film. In that uh. entire film was every time that happened, she just cackled. <laughs> Doesn't he look at Luke and Han or something and like shrugs? Yeah, he like, shrugs. Yeah. yeah, he looks. He looks at him and just shrugs as it, as it walks off. Yeah, no, that's a great. But that's a great choice, Tim. Uh, my number and four. I love the, the Family Guy when Family Guy does their uh, their no, takeoff on yeah. that, and the George just goes, "Holy shit!" and drives yeah. off. <laughs> my number four is from A New Hope. Obviously, um, this to me just reminds me of a, like a of like a puppy of like, of like a dog that's kind of scared in in the corner, and I, I I think it's it's so adorable that he's afraid. To go down the garbage chute. Oh yeah. Yes. And that's how he's like shaking his head, like no, no, I ain't going down there. No, it's so adorable. It's like oh, and then you know Han kicks him, which isn't right. I don't care what you smell down there. That that's abuse, you but you know, oh, yeah. yeah. But it's so it's so like he's so scared, like a little like a little puppy, just like all wet and in the corner and just afraid, and and that and Peter just brings the emotion, you know, he brings it right to the table, and you feel for him. It's like oh, don't have well, not jump down. And there. not only that, and not only that, when he finally does get in the in the the garbage chute or the garbage uh, whatever it is the the room, you notice he stays up near the wall. Yeah, because he's trying a not to get his fur wet. And B, he's staying away from the Dianoga because he knows it's down there, and he's scared of it. He's like a dog. He he's like at the door. Yeah. And the way he's the cowering up there, he is. He's like a little dog. With if he had a tail, it would be tucked between his legs. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's exactly right. But that that's my number four. He's just a little little puppy, little wet puppy in the corner. Awesome. <laughs> just a little wet puppy. <laughs> ba-da-ba. Number and three. Uh, number three. Um. I just realized all the rest of mine are from uh, Empire. Uh, mm. Number three is is a combination of one of my favorite Chewbacca moments coupled with my favorite Han moment. Uh, I've told the story on several podcasts, so I've probably told it on one of yours. But uh, when my brother took me to see The Empire Strikes Back in 1980, it's the first movie I remember seeing in a theater. And the, my first memory in a movie theater is Han looking up over his shoulder after Chewbacca makes a noise and saying, laugh it up, fuzzball. <laughs> and I laughed so hard, I almost <laughs> fell out of my chair. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm what, I'm, I'm four years old, three and a half, four years old when I'm seeing this. And that moment, I, whatever it was that, uh, that Leia said, I, at the moment, I can't even remember what she said, but Chewbacca just cracks up. He just starts laughing his ass off. And Han gets butthurt about it. Yeah. And I Wasn't just love it. It, 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 it just it, again, it just humanizes the character so much. That laugh that he does is so great. Wasn't it just the kiss that made him laugh? No, she says. Um, she say? uh, I don't know where you get your delusions, laser brain, or something like that. Oh, 
okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just something like that. He did left, yeah. Wrap it up, fuzzball. Yeah, that's... Floheim. Floheim. Jeff, that is an excellent choice, and you'll know why I just said that. Okay. Tim, your name, number three. My number three is Return of the Jedi. It's when uh, Chewbacca and the Ewoks hijack the uh, ATST. Damn, I can't believe you, you're putting Tarzan yell on on this. No, list. no, 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 no. I'm not. It's oh. he's standing on there and is trying to walk away, and you see him kind of kind of stumbling, and then he pulls, yeah, or he, or he pulls out the uh, the the driver and everything. But yeah, he just okay. yanks yanks him out of the top. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay. And then he's trying to drive it, and all the Ewoks are inside. <laughs> Yanking on all the buttons and everything. <laughs> He's just, yeah. It's like it's like him and the Porgs in the uh, yeah. in the Last Jedi. It's ex- it's almost exactly the same Except thing. He, he hasn't murdered an Ewok yet, right? He hasn't he hasn't he hasn't uh, killed one needlessly since he didn't even eat it. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah that 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 Porg died for nothing. Thanks a lot, Junos. We didn't see Maybe him. Would never bite, would have done. That. We didn't see him bite into it, so we only knew if he did eat it. Well, he threw it away. He threw it away. Yeah. Maybe he went back for it. He killed it. He killed it, and and it died for nothing. That's <laughs> that. That's like me going to a pig farm, shooting a pig in the head, walking away, and saying, "Fuck that pig." It's just like that. <laughs> it's exactly it's like exactly that. the same. But yeah, that's a that's a great choice, Tim. That's another one I didn't think about. I, that's that's awesome. I may need to go watch that scene tonight before yeah. I go to bed. <laughs> but it, when it when it moves, like I wonder if Mayhew had had a uh, a harness on or something because when it moves it 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 lunges it and jerks him yeah and he, he looks like he could potentially fall off of that thing and die yeah yeah excellent choice tim oh, yeah. my number three is from empire and it's probably because it's like one of my favorite scenes in the movie of course it's right before han is you know about to go and get and get frozen and just have Chewie just fucking loses it and just throws troopers all around, throws them down, and like a dog, you gotta yell at him, hey, 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 you gotta you gotta take care of Leia. Like that scene, how how Chewie's just like he doesn't want he doesn't want to lose Han, but he he's he knows he has to take care of Leia for Han kind of thing. Like he's he's now the pilot and co-pilot all in one. <laughs> yep. But um, just him just losing it because he's going to lose his his best friend is is just sad and sweet. And then whole "I love you, I know" comes next, and then I cry. All right, so that's my number three. <laughs> <laughs> nice, very nice. No, that's that's good. That's good. I like that one. Uh, my so we're up to what number two? Number two. Should we move? Okay. My number two is not necessarily a specific moment. Okay. Uh, but it is. It, it, it's well. Here's what it is. I love the fact that C three uh, that that Chewie in Empire on Bespin took the time to gather up all of C three PO's parts so he could put him back together. Yeah, and not only that, but he continued to put him back together even after C three PO got pissed off, yelled at him, started calling him names because he put his head on backwards the first time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and part of me kind of thinks that Chewbacca did it on purpose just to mess with him. <laughs> just, I always thought it was sort of a. I wonder what would happen if I did this. Oh, well, shit, it pissed him off. Uh, okay, sorry. But I love that about him. It, it just says a lot about his character that this, you know, 3PO is part of his crew. 
part of his team, part of his clan, part of his pack, if you will, if you if you subscribe to the you know, Wookiee as dog, yeah, thing. Uh, and and so he's you know he's not going to leave him behind. He's not going to leave him behind. He's going to do everything he can to get him back. So, you know, that life death that he has to Han, it seems like he has that same respect for all life, even if it's artificial. A, a droid, yeah. That, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Nice. Timmy, was nice. You, nice. What's number two, Timmy? My number two, uh, Jeff already said this one. Um, it's when uh, it's on Hoth. When they are closing the door for the night. Oh, that's that's. Uh, you know they see. <coughs> sorry, it's uh, it's 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 an emotional scene. The sound effect is fantastic. Uh, between the the sound of the door, that hum of the door closing, and then the but the the crunch of it closing, and then him going. Aah! It's everything worked perfectly in terms of sound editing and and the way that that was edited great scene and uh and a good good performance by uh by by pm don i'm kind of upset that that's not on my list at all and i feel bad yeah, it would have been the trifecta uh, and i feel so like cause that that is a great that's that's such an emotional scene excellent choice to me my number two is from a new hope and i i would bet eh, an action figure that it's might be your one of your guys number one because it's a classic scene. It's it's a it's there's a line that said during this scene that is still that that it goes on forever until the end of time. It's these let, pretzels are making me thirsty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's when you know let the Wookiee win and he's at playing that. Chess game, which I can't recall what it's called right now. Jarek. And he puts his arms up and he combs his hair back with his hands and just sits there like, don't fuck with me. And that is just a classic scene of how cool and badass Chewbacca could really be. But we didn't see that. No. <laughs> we didn't see no arms getting torn out of their sockets. At, no. at, at that, at that but moment. you never doubted for a second that he could do it. Exactly. Yeah. And the way, even even though Tim's not a big Anthony Daniels fan, the way Anthony Daniels quick looks at Chewie like shit. Can he, can he do that to me? Like that's even good. What in your strategy, Arthur? Let the Wookiee win. Yeah. In Solo, do we see a Wookiee rip someone's arm off? Yep. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, you yes, did. You, yeah, you did. That's, you see them rip somebody's arm out of its socket. Yeah. Like like it was nothing, but just how he sits back. And he lets his his beer gut out. And he just puts his hands. He says, back. "It won't suck itself." <laughs> yeah. That's that Star Wars, Timmy. That's Star Wars. Yeah, Star Star Balls too. <laughs> he Star Ball, yeah. <laughs> but that that's just a classic classic moment, you know. So that's my number two. Chewie being cool. That almost made my list, but I figured it would be on one of your lists, so that's why I didn't put it on mine. Okay. Well, number one. This is it. Number one. The top Chewbacca, Peter Mayhew moment scene thing. So the uh, the scenes that, that I that I chose that kind of always stuck out to me are the scenes that either where Chewbacca has a really good laugh moment, really good, uh, you know, humorous, really good joke, or moments that sort of define his character and give us more insight into who he is as a, as a person. 
and this is one of the one of those. It's it's on Hoth, and it's when uh, Luke is has come by to say his goodbye to Han after he's he's out of the back to tank and he's in his his flight suit. He's about to go take off in his snowspeeder to go uh, take on the whole Empire himself with Dak. And he goes to Chewbacca and he says, "Take care of yourself." And he reaches up and scratches him. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. he goes to he goes to walk off, and Chewbacca grabs him and just hugs him. Yeah. And you can tell he hugs him too tight because you know, a Luke's got, Luke wasn't expecting it, and he has to sort of say, "Okay, okay, that's enough," just a little bit. And again, that's that's Chewbacca. He he's this this fearsome warrior. Nobody's going to mess with him, but he never hesitates to show his emotions. He never hesitates to let those around him know that he cares about them. And he never hesitates to hug someone while he can. Damn. And if you're if you're on his team, if you're in his pack, you're part of his family. And he's going to let you know that you're loved. That's Chewbacca to me. Nice. I love you, Luke. Always have. That that was a <laughs> damn. That was a good one. That is that is that's a great number one. Damn it, Tim, your turn. <laughs> My number one has already been said. Oh, yeah, it is the let the Wookiee win scene. Ooh. That that is it, it's an iconic moment in Star Wars. Uh, even even casual even casual people even I think I think even people who have not seen. Star Wars have heard of that quote, but are let, are yeah, over let the win. Yeah, I would say over twenty. If you say let the Wookiee win, they know exactly what you're talking about. I would I would I would say a good eighty five percent of Americans over twenty would would know that. So I, yeah, it's 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 an iconic scene. It's a great great uh, show of of humor in. Uh, in in the original Star Wars, uh, beyond beyond the C three PO stuff, and it wasn't gratuitous or anything like that. It was just a it was just a, a well well crafted uh, shot and scene. I wonder if him putting his arms up was like in the script or just Peter just doing it, trying to you know trying to look like he's a badass kind. Uh, of thing. Could you do it more intensely? Yeah, yeah. That's what he... I like right there. <laughs> that's that's a good one, Timmy. That's number one. That's my number one. Okay. Now it's down to you. Is your number one going to suck? No, because it's already been said. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not said by you, Tim. How about okay. that? Yeah, then it sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything Jeff said about this moment is 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 dead on. And this is Jeff's magic moment. <laughs> and I I think it's because that you see that Chewie has a sense of humor, and it's the whole laugh it up fuzzball scene. Uh, nice, yeah. Seriously, when he's yeah. laughing, <laughs> just how he does that—that—that that, that laugh—and Han's pissed at him, you know what I mean? But in in a, in a friendly, it's like it's like busting, just like brothers, yeah, it's like brothers, yeah, like busting balls. Like it's just, it's it's a great scene, and and you can almost see you can almost see Chewie just saying, "Oh damn!" and holding his fist up to his mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh no, she didn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that scene though, when, when when you said that, Joe, I was like, yeah, that's that's. It, it humanizes one. him. Those those moments just it really humanize him as a character. And even though he's not speaking English at any point, it, 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 I'm glad you guys asked me to do this because you think about Chewbacca, and I I never thought about how many of these great moments he's got where he really does 
come out as a three-dimensional character with all sorts of, of personality and all sorts of of faults as well as strengths, you know? Because mm-hmm. he does lose his temper pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I don't read the comics. I don't know anything about the books. How does he die in the books or comics? A planet hits him. Yeah, he... he, he a- Planet hits falls on him. He saves Han Solo's son. A planet? He sacrifices himself. Yes, a planet falls on him. How does it fall on him? Down. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I've not read the book. I've seen. I've read the comic adaptation, and it's. Not, I don't really understand how it all happens, but yeah, Was he like- sacrifices himself to save Han's son, which is why, in some of the other comics, the later comics. Han uh, resents, I can't remember which son it is, it's whichever one is not the twin. There's Jason and Jaina, and uh, is it... The wrong son died. Yeah. It's like walk hard. He sort of resents him because Chewbacca is dead because of him. So was was Thanos there and just brought down the fucking planet on him or something? Yeah, I don't remember. It was like it it fell out of orbit or something. It was... What's... what's, uh... Uh, it was in it was in some long extended book series, and it was like in like either the last book or the second to last book. It was was it the um, oh shoot the what war was it? It started with a V. Vector the Prime. The Vector Prime. Yeah, was, I think that was the book. I think that was the book. What was? Do you guys remember what Han's um, reaction was, or after he found out, or no? Keep the change. Yeah, <laughs> you filthy Chewbacca. You filthy, you sorry filthy about, Wookiee. Sorry about the mess. Yeah, sorry about the mess. Well, uh, we yeah, all have to agree, though, that Peter just, just brought Chewbacca to life. I mean, he was, he was, he, he even though, what else was Peter Mayhew in? Like, he was in a, a, a Ray Harryhausen movie. Like, he played like a Minotaur or something, which came out around the same time as, Star Wars. I don't know which was filmed first, but they both came out around the same time. Well, did you guys read all the tweets that all the Star Wars actors were saying about Peter? Yeah, they were I, read, like, I read some of them. I read the I read the Harrison Ford one. That was moving beyond belief. Mark Hamill and Lucas and Abrams. They all said shit. Now here's I heard a I heard a I heard something today that the person didn't give their source. It was on another podcast, and they mentioned how when he got the job for Force Awakens, that his certain amount of salary was pretty shitty, Peter Mayhew. And Harrison Ford spoke up and said, look, I, I'll be in this, whatever, but you have to double Peter's salary. And they did. One of the things I had heard, again, I don't, I don't know how true this is, but it sounds... It sounds reasonable. I mean that that sounds reasonable too. Right, I'm sure, which is which is cool you know, as shit. If if, keep if, in mind, Harrison Ford made something like thirty five million dollars off yeah. of the film, so he so, probably could have just kicked in part of his salary. Yeah, that is, it, or yeah, it, or maybe it, that it, happened. They, yeah, they paid a million bajillion dollars. What's an extra a couple hundred thousand? But um, uh, I had heard that Disney had paid for his knee surgery. The so the the, oh, the surgery on his too. knees uh, yeah. about a year and a half before filming began to get him to help get him in shape so they could use him for that so that they could get the original cast together as it was originally planned unfortunately right. didn't fully work out that way 
missed opportunities as as uh, as Mark Hamill put it uh, a couple yeah. couple days ago on his Twitter or Instagram. But um, yeah, to prepare to to get ready for it, they had, I had heard that Disney had paid for uh, an expensive uh, knee and hip or whatever surgery for him. Uh, as as part of their as part of the agreement for him to come back, um, Jeff, you you told us earlier a couple of days ago <clears throat> that if you can, you're going to try to go down to a service. Yeah, I don't know that they're going to do anything public. I was just thinking if they did, they're they're doing a public service in L.A., which tells me they're probably just going to do. If they do anything here, it'll be uh, family. But uh, I'm going to keep my ears open, and if they do do any kind of a public memorial down in Granbury where he lived, I'm going to try to head down to pay my respects. But like again, I don't know that they will, uh, because he didn't have a, a large presence down there. You know, it wasn't like everybody in town knew him or anything like that, as far as I know. But um, you know, everybody knows that he lives in this area. So I wonder. I'm assuming they're probably going to cremate him. Um. Because they haven't mentioned anything about a burial, so I'm wondering if his wife is going to keep his. I, mean, I know this is a little macabre. Keep his ashes, but I'm a cemetery guy. Keep his ashes, or if they're going to bring him somewhere and like sprinkle his ashes here, In bring it over to, or something. Go bring it over to England, sprinkle some ashes there. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, this is this is really really morbid, and you don't have, have to answer this if you, if you don't want to. <laughs> if Peter Mayhew's website. Would would sell little tiny things, urns of ashes of him? Would you buy one? No. Me? No. Eat eat you now. No. No. What if it was free? What if at, at his table uh, they had no? All these- I uh, no. I didn't know the guy. I met would him. Would you didn't know him? If he's buried, would you rub his grave? I I would do an etching of his of his headstone <laughs> if it was if it was yeah. Uh, Everybody, everybody treats that as something weird. <laughs> Headstone etching is not is is not a strange thing. It is, it is a relatively common thing in Europe. Uh, yeah, he's not weird. He's just European, folks. Yeah. What do you? This is. <laughs> this ah, is. look at these over here. I'm going to put a paper and scratch them the grave with the with a pencil. Beep beep beep. This is kind of sad. My random European voice. This is kind of sad, but I'm going to ask this and all. Like, if you weren't, if he was being buried and you were in charge of writing on his tomb, what would you have his tomb say? How would you spell that? I would put, I would put, laugh it up, fuzzball on there. Oh, that's what I would put on it. That's, let, that's let, a- let the Wookiee win. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I don't care what it smells like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what it smells like. I don't. I don't care what you smell. How about uh, the, the walking carpet? That 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 that, that yeah. one line. It's, it's 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 a sad day. Like I actually, I saw a thing which you guys probably saw on Facebook. Somebody had a photo of the vintage action figures, and there was uh, like, it, with him in the casket. No, fuck no! Oh, you didn't see that? No. Oh, there was one I'll of 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 Chewy. Leia. Oh, Chewie and uh, Leia and R2 walking away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that was also, I, I shared that on my page. Uh, a photographer in Georgia did that and shared it in his uh, in his fan group. And it I was saw moving because uh, Luke was hugging kind of Han or, or holding him a little bit. And it was, yeah, Han had his, had his arm on Luke. And what's funny is uh, a friend of mine knows the photographer. No. So I shared it on my page. He said, how do you know this guy? I was like, I don't. I just saw it on another page, so I stole it. But I shared it because it gave credit to the photographer. It turns out they're, they're friends. 
That's that was it was a really um, moving right. picture though. And just real quick before we before we move on, I would like to to, to note uh, Peter Mayhew did have a uh, a charity organization called the Peter Mayhew Foundation that uh, it, that's still going and will keep going in his in his honor. Uh, but it supported everything from individuals and families in crisis situations to food and supplies for children of Venezuela during the recent road to freedom. And uh, the family has asked that if, if anybody does want to uh, make any kind of memorial contributions, that they ask that it be made to that foundation. You can go to uh, PeterMayhewFoundation.org, and uh, that'll take you to the, the donation page there. And that's one, all one word, PeterMayhewFoundation.org. Do you know, do you, you fucker, you're getting these fucking texts. <laughs> Tim, you bastard. Look what he's sending us, Jeff. Yeah, I know. I was just going to ignore it. <laughs> um, <laughs> shit, I had something in my head, too, and, and now it's gone because of this. <laughs> Damn it. But anyway, well, Jeff, thank you for being on. We, I'm glad you're wrong because, you know, I wanted you to... Reminisce of the Peter Mayhew days. Yeah, well, again, thank you guys for having me. This was this was this was a lot of fun. Uh, I guess if I can say it's fun, this was uh, yeah. this was good. This was a good experience. Yeah. So, all right. Well, Tim, thanks. You know, thanks for sending me these these texts <laughs> of, a gi- of a gigantic skeleton. And this is this one real? This this Chewie in a in a casket? Who well, it's real action oh. figures. I I just. Yeah. I just saw this online today. Oh, um, a friend of ours had had asked the question, like uh, some, something about Life Day, and I and I said, "Well, oh, if, yeah. if November seventeenth is is Life Day, oh, is April thirtieth the opposite?" And when we're recording this on the eve. It it actually is almost May the fourth. Yeah. Yep. So, so um, yeah, it's, it's, it's funny. Uh, we were sitting here tonight, and uh, Pam, my girlfriend, said, "Yeah, Life Day is going to be." a lot different this year and I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah, isn't that that's in November, right, Tim you said? Yeah, November November seventeenth. Yeah, it's it's a it's kind of sad like, you know, Chewy Leia R two, you know, and it's like it's it's a couple more more decades and then and, and, and the original cast is just gonna be gone, you know? The memory. only this reminds me of the only good thing to come out of Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Was the line we've reached the age where life has stopped giving us things and has started taking them? Uh, yeah. And on that note, pretty, pretty soon we're going to be doing, you know, best of five, Mike V. <laughs> well, thank you for listening to us discuss about Peter Mayhew and Chewbacca and Peter, rest in peace. You will, you're, you're loved by, 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 by all of us. Millions. Yeah. 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 I joke, but uh, you know. Uh, it's that that's just how I deal with things. That, that's how Tim that's deals. His, that's his defense reaction. It, yes. it really is. Yeah, I'll, I'll crack. I'll crack inappropriate jokes, but uh, it is. It is. It is very sad. Um, he did. He did make a lot of people happy. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, he he will be missed. Uh, there's a lot of. Uh, we always say, um, you know, how how he's, he's he does he's done a million conventions. Why are his lines still still long? Because you know. Not everybody in the world has, has, has met Chewbacca, and now, and now uh, the people who have not met him, unfortunately, uh, will not have the pleasure. And so. keep in mind, he authored, he authored several books as well, including a couple of children's books mm-hmm. that have been very, very well received. So yeah. there's there's some more ways you can still enjoy yeah. uh, what he gave to the world. P.D. May. 
What's weird is like, like Tim's way of dealing with it. He actually texted me. He said, knock, knock. I said, who's there? He said, not Peter. So, so that was... <laughs> I did not do that. That's how That's how he broke the news that he had passed away, right? <laughs> not Peter, because he's dead? No. <laughs> no I did not. Actually, uh, Jeff, you were, the person, you were the person... You were the one that... Uh, first person that told me. Yeah, I don't know. Remember, I just... I kind of saw it... Um, I don't remember what I was doing, but I just happened to see that that had happened. I was like, holy crap. I'll, I'll be honest. I think it was, I don't know what time, like 7, 7.30. I, I was conked out on the couch, drooling on the couch, whatever. And I hear my phone kept on dinging and ringing and dinging and texting and inboxing. I'm like, who is it? You're like, you're like shut the fuck up, you dumb bitch. <laughs> no. Talking about and your it, wife. It, was, it turns <laughs> out it was Jeff telling you. It was everybody. I got all these like, these texts. You hear about Peter. You hear about Chewbacca. Chewbacca. I was like, oh. And then as soon as I read it all, I'm like, shit. I threw my phone and I go, I go, I go loud. I go, Chewbacca's dead. And Kel's like, what? I said Chewbacca died. So that that's why I found out by like a bunch of people when I was snoring. And she thought you were talking about your dog, <laughs> Chewy Bear. Oh Chew. no. <laughs> no, because Chew was laying right on Kel. So you know, but still. <laughs> Very, very still. <laughs> well, anyway, um, thanks everyone out there, and we all love you, Peter, and may the force be with you. Thanks for listening to Star Wars in Character. Star Wars in Character is part of the NeoZaz.com network of podcasts. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, please visit www.neozaz.com. Star Wars in Character is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited or 20th Century Fox. Star Wars and all Star Wars universe characters, places, or Star Wars related items are the copyright of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit www.swic.neozaz.com for the latest Star Wars in character episodes and information.